Y'all ready for this? Hello, everybody. How are we doing? It is a nice... Is it still Sunday? Yeah, we still... All right, 17 minutes left until it'll be Monday, but right now it is Sunday night, and Hunter is in Vegas, so here's Tyler. And uh, first of all, welcome to the team, Tyler. Glad to have you. We're uh, I know we're, you're going to turn up on this podcast. We're about to go crazy. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going uh, to throw this alley-oop here to Dylan, and uh, he's going to continue off, and he's going to tell us all about the show today, and he's going to get us started. So first off, we're going to dive into the games per usual, followed by the gambling segment, and then our two favorite segments that we just introduced, Down Bad and That's My Guy. And I think we have some funny ones this week, so I'm excited to get to that. But first, we're jumping all the way back to Thursday Night Football. Honestly, a better game than I thought we were going to see at first. And it was actually like some real football. Usually, I don't know, I was expecting like a 13-10 game. We ended up with a 30-29 to game, but... Washington defeated their division rival, the Giants, in a down-to-the-wire game, and the Giants' penalties cost them the game. I want to give a quick shout-out to the fucking football team, bro. What are they, 0-4 against Daniel Jones, and they're finally getting their first dub? Like, let's go. Good for them. Um, I was working during this game, as per usual, so I barely (laughs) caught it. Um, but what I did manage to see was Terry McLaurin got like, what, like a hundred targets and put up a pretty damn good game. So, um, that's good news for the football team knowing that like they lost their QB one and Heineke stepped right in and was a seamless, uh, seamless little piece right there. So, um, that's, that's all I got for the, that game. For the Thursday night game, um, I liked, uh, I liked how Heineke came in and, he kind of looked smooth, a smooth operator. I know Terry was talking about um, him being the point guard kind of of the offense, and it looked like it was well run and without Fitzpatrick. But I will say Washington's defense looks kind of sketchy, kind of sketchy. They, I mean, Jones kind of looked good, but also didn't look great. I mean, I don't like him, so uh, I think he's still bad, but I just – uh, he looked okay moments. Darius Slayton, big drop. Could have easily won them the game. Um, but, yeah, that was, it was an exciting game for sure. Right, real quick, before you go, Dobbs, are we an anti-Daniel Jones podcast? Oh, yes. Good question. Dude, dude, we're in – if you're asking me, we're at this – at the moment currently, <laughs> we're an anti-New York Giants fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, and <Yeah>. also <laughs> – I have to address this. Can y'all, bro, can y'all hear my cat? She is pissing me off. Is it like, is that like we coming through the mic? No. Okay, no, good. I'm glad. Which one, She's like which one was that? Really loud, that's not, like so that's not Jamal? No, that's Boo. Yeah. Shout out to my cats. They're, they're some legendary <laughs> cats, but dude, I don't like, she is pissing me off right now. She normally is not on this bullshit this late when we're recording, but oh, I, as long as y'all can't hear it, that is totally fine. No, I think we should be Gucci. What does right, Boo so think about shit. the Giants and Washington football team? All right, well, I guess this is—I guess this is what she'd have to say if I were to ask her. She she seems occupied, so I can't go over. But uh, bro, basically, this is this is the epitome of the Giants recently. It's just garbage, bro. Gar like garbage. If, if I was a Giants fan, I would be outside the stadium. Like y'all are like this shit is so fucking inexcusable. You know, I gotta go on my quick rant every week, and the Giants just deserve it this week. You you drop the bro, like it, it, first of all. 
I saw so many people making excuses like he had to reach out. Bro, he was wide open with the fuck. Like he can that was a catchable ball. Get the fuck out of here. I know it was the perfect placement, but that's a catch you gotta make as a pro. Same thing as there was another one where he just had to get his feet in bounds, easy first down. It would have like helped him steal the game. And he didn't. And I remember I was like, another moment he lit Slayton's just not with the shits right now. And the whole like the offsides thing, there was hell people like he he where I saw where like, he like just beat the snap. Like some people thought there was like a different angle where it looks like he like just beat the snap and shit. Honestly, either way, it's like just it's inexcusable. It's like, man, like just you just gotta play discipline. And it's like if you're gonna like they literally lost because they have no discipline. And I think it's just funny because hella people are saying this, and I just want to address it. The whole Joe Judge is, has the most disciplined team in the league. Yeah, obviously fucking right. not. not. Like true. obviously that the whole coaching of philosophy doesn't apply to winning football games. Yeah. It's just it just is what it is. Like, yeah, and I'll just throw in my two cents real quick. You guys basically said everything, but I also just want to add, I never thought I'd be saying that one of the only bright spots for the Giants team was Daniel Jones. That just seems so bizarre to me. And he actually played a decent game. And he, I mean, I don't, it still blows my mind that he's that fast and can run like that. Like, it's bizarre. Second takeaway, Taylor Heineke loves feeding Terry McLaurin the ball. So fantasy owners of Terry McLaurin, I, they have to be thrilled moving forward i gotta right. apologize real quick bro i forgot to address the the football team yeah y'all got it y'all i think i think y'all might have a quarterback that's got a little bit of a he's got a little bit of an x factor going on and he's the mm-hmm. the first two games i've seen him in man that bucks defense was nice and on and the football team has great great d line there's that that's scary to, to be throwing against them and he made some die some dimes so like y'all should be excited at the moment things can change quickly but no he definitely has that little uh spunk thing going for him where he's just balling out right now I respect to Heineke. I think he's he a gamer. The, he can ride the hot hand. I think they could win a couple games down the road. And I see them. I mean, maybe the NFC's champs. Maybe. No, maybe. definitely. That, that division is definitely kind of, I mean, that division is like wide open right now, honestly. I mean, how how can Fitz come back? I mean, hip subflexion, whatever that was. But um, I mean, I'm just not sure if he'll come back 100%. It's so easy to. Tell you hip again, you get sacked, you land down it wrong. True. Heineke's right back into the mix. No, no, that's going to be a good division battle, too. Whether, I mean, people are saying the Eagles now, then obviously, I don't know if I buy all that, but they haven't actually looked awful so far this year. And then Washington and, of course, Dallas. But we're going to move on to the Sunday slate of games, starting with the Rams went into Indianapolis and win a close one, 27 24. My biggest takeaway. The Colts actually looked good against this Rams team. Connor, I'll kick it over to you. And I know you were upset about this game. Yeah, they looked all right. But let <laughs> let us remember that they got a fucking special teams bullshit ass touchdown that made the game look a lot closer than what it really was. Um, another point I want to point out was, honestly, this Ram defense is very good and whatnot um i think the colts game plan was pretty similar to the bears and whatnot i saw a lot of carson wentz like curl routes hit him in like 10 yards and they, they were moving the ball because carson wentz is pretty decent at hitting those shit and whatnot i want to see the rams defense get like a little bit more aggressive i feel like they're just playing back against teams letting them do what they need to do but like not letting up the big plays and whatnot but honestly the games like these that get close and whatnot you can't do that the entire time you can't do that against the actual 
really good teams if you go against Mahomes or Russell Wilson, like you might get kind of fucked up. Um, so I kind of wish that they do a little bit better of a game plan for that, or at least mix something up. But um, Rams still look good. Stafford was, you can tell he was kind of getting, he's still working his way into the system and whatnot. It's not polished yet, but um, yeah, I'm just glad the Rams got out and won it because the Rams look good this year. I'm kind of rooting for him a little bit. The big takeaway from that, I think I like the Rams offense for sure. Um, but I mean, I, I love cup. I've got cup in fantasy, but I mean, outside of cup, uh, who are you looking at right now? I mean, Woods hasn't really stood out. Higby had a I'm so mad at Woods. Bears. I mean, Henderson, I got banged up a little bit there. I saw, I mean, I don't know. I like him a lot. I mean, Stanford's legit and cups obviously getting the job done, but, um, you got to look up to like Woods to step up. He's their number two for, I mean, he's, he's there. He's, you got to get him the ball and get him open. And for the cold side of things, not a Wentz guy, that injury, um, <laughs> not so sure what we're going to see with that, but uh, that could mean a whole lot of bad things for the Colts and, and what that pick means to them or, or what they give away for the Eagles and whatnot. So um, we'll see what Wentz does. Uh, and if Eason can come in and fill the void for a little bit. So I, for, I, I just want to address this. Uh, Michael Pittman, breakout game, question mark. First thing, because, you know, I, we like We've to watch him out He's yeah. a great possession yeah. receiver, and, I, and he, he's, he's, he's built for the Colts offense, honestly. So he, he fits in great. Um, so shout out to Michael Pittman. But moreover, I think – um, and I agree with what you're saying, Tyler. I agree. I, I, but I think I'm going to, I think I said this earlier, some point in the season, it was, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of like the Rams offense is is like takeout, but like only one or two people gets to eat that night. So yeah. it's like every night is, t- is takeout. Like someone's going to be get eating, but it's only like one, it's like only one or two one players. Or two, that yeah. night. So I feel like Robert Woods is going to have those nights. But Cooper Cup is a really, really dominant receiver. And, and to be honest, they just they haven't been feeding him enough over the last couple of years. So it's due that he gets he, – he, he deserves it. I mean, he is a great receiver. He's, he's one of those guys. He just gets open. Um, he's crafty, and he doesn't get enough credit. He's a lot like – he's a lot like Brandon Cooks. They, two receivers don't get enough national love, and they're great at what they do. So shout-out Cooper Cup. Um, but yeah, this also – I mean, it was just a good – competitive game i think one thing's for sure that i'm going to say is that if the rams stay healthy they're definitely a team i can say that is for sure going to be competing uh you know come playoff time and there's an i really can't say like super confidently about a lot of teams after the first two weeks but uh yeah the rams are a real good team just uh, from a roster standpoint and from coaching and everything so yeah this game was pretty much everything i thought it was going to be I actually did think it was going to be close. Like you said, Connor, it was closer than it even should have been because of that special teams touchdown. But yeah, the Rams are the Rams. The Colts play solid football, so not too shot or too surprising there. But we're jumping to the Patriots and the Jets. The Patriots stomped all over them, and this was not a close game at all. The Patriots beat them 25 to 6. Zach Wilson struggled a lot, and Lord. Bill Belichick had his way with the rookie quarterback yet again. Yeah, big uh, big yikes game for our boy today. Um, oh, this is the hot Jets. Yeah, hot Jets didn't can't wait to address this. this one. To be honest, I can't. I I'm excited this. to address this one. I mean, from the couple plays I saw, like I did see either one or two of the interceptions might have hit one of his receivers' hands. So we'll we'll. 
face that first, you know, get that <laughs> out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Belichick is absolutely known for being the best like coach against rookies. I don't think he's like ever lost to rookie before. Um, and I'm not hitting the panic button on Zach Wilson yet. Um, you know, he's out there, he's trying things. He's getting used to like how he needs to play in the league. And I know that the talent is there. So I know like once he gets his feet wet and the offensive line starts holding up, then he'll, he'll play a lot better. Um, so don't hit the panic button yet. Jets fans, uh, Oh, and two, you know, there's only one way to go up from here. So <laughs> I didn't catch uh, much of this game, but um, I did see a couple of the, I saw the Wilson INTs and um, I saw the Damian Harris big touchdown run. That was a fucking beast. Oh man. He's just running guys over. Looked nasty, but uh, back to Zach Wilson. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Zach Wilson coming out of college. Um, I'm a big Justin Fields guy, but I mean, Zach Wilson today, I saw one interception, man. It just sailed over. It looked like he just put too much on it. I don't know if that was just like jitters of first home game or, or what it could be or something, not having the offensive line around him. I know Mekhi Becton was huge gone, um, but I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't like Zach and I'm kind of scared to see where they're going to go because it's the jets i mean i like solid he's got a good <laughs> he's got a good culture i like him and Tyler, be does. careful what you say here i i just i'm 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 afraid for jets man. I, <laughs> I, I don't know man i'm not i'm not a big believer let him know dobbs let him know all right so you know i got i got two tough cases to defend today but I, you know, i'm here for it so this is it just is what it is i mean Zach Wilson, he's definitely never seen a defense like the Patriots. And he's sure as hell never seen a corner like J.C. Jackson. And that showed today. Um, and like you guys said about Belichick and the rookies, I, I feel I don't know if he's ever lost to a rookie. Most rookies don't have to see him in week two. Most rookies don't have to see him with, like, the worst offensive line in the league. Um, you know, and the truth of the matter is just that right now the receiving core is underperforming, and that's more and that's more or less probably too because of the offensive line. I I haven't even had a chance to really watch the game that much, and I'm gonna have to dive into this one more before I can really fully speak on it. I know, look, this is the truth about Zach Wilson, though. It's I mean, this is it's obvious right now. I do think he's gonna be a great quarterback. I'm gonna stick with that. But it's we I've been saying this before during the draft process. It's gonna be a long term process as far as the Jets go if it even ever ends up developing on the Jets. And the truth, he might end up being a Sam Darnold type dude where it's it just doesn't work out on the Jets and he goes to an off a great offensive line and just starts. And the Jets don't even let me rephrase that. And the the Panthers don't even have a great offensive line, but even just serviceable with the serviceable because right now the Jets are just the first two weeks have been a mess. They got a lot of cleaning up to do. And it doesn't just start with Zach Wilson. It's, it's the whole team. And I mean, so calling it how it is right now, the hot jets, they're ice cold. We kind of, we got a lot of, they got a lot of cleaning up to do. I think we gotta, we gotta like head down to the facility and we, we gotta, I don't know, dude, we gotta, gotta figure something, something out. <laughs> yeah. Head up to I New mean, Jersey. I'm, I, you guys pretty much said everything I was going to say. It really wasn't a surprise. Mac Jones is going to be Mac Jones. He's going to hit those dink routes. It's, He's not really doing anything special, but he's doing what he needs to do to win games yeah. with That's the all Patriots. Bill needs. It's oh, all Bill all needs. Bill needs. I just I meant to say this so bad. I one of my my favorite sleepers out the draft last year, Josh Yusei. He's already up to like I don't know if it's three or four sacks this year. I, hey, he's been he Belichick. I told y'all he was Belichick yeah. built, and he's gonna be. He's already one of the better pass rushers mm-hmm. in the league this year. Good run defender. Patriots are nasty, man. Like, I, 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 
don't sleep on the Patriots. Don't. Mag- especially over the dude, long term. Like they're, they're Dobbs, they hit the reset button. All offseason, you were saying how you think the Patriots can make a run at that NFC East division title. And now you, you mean that AFC East? The AFC East, sorry. And now you're sitting here with the hot Jets fandom. Well, don't get me wrong. I, I love Zach Wilson, but the truth of the matter is obviously right now the Patriots are much better built from top to bottom. And it just starts with the owners and I mean, with the owner and everything it is. So the hot Jets long term, I love me. I love Zach Wilson. I love, you know, but we, we do. We got some work to do. Uh, then that, well, that's a little bit of an understatement. The Jets got a lot of work to do, but we'll see how yeah. things go. No, you're right. The Jets do have a lot of work to do. And I'm curious to see your guys' take on this next game. Kind of wild. We'll just go into it. The Raiders went into Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers 26 to 17. The Raiders moved to 2 and 0 with, as far as I'm concerned, two pretty impressive wins so far. Yeah, super impressive. Um, I think first and foremost, we got to give a shout out to John Gruden. What a fucking offensive coordinator. Holy shit. Like that man can call a football game. Um, other thing I want to say, um, Pittsburgh's only put up 17 points this week and 13 if the defense didn't take a touchdown last week. Um, not liking that offense. Big Ben still looks like shit. So I'm going to pass this one over to my, uh, Steelers fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, let me tell you, this was a big bit of a shocker. Uh, I will give the Raiders some props because they look legit. Carr, I've, I've, I've liked Carr. I've, I've liked things he's done in the past, but he's also done things to make me not like him. But I'm going to give Raiders their props. They look good. Their offense looks like a well-oiled machine with Carr, and they, they look great. Um, defensively for them, I like Max Crosby a lot. I, I, I'm not sure if he made any plays today, but um, I know I like what they're building over there. But for the Steelers, um, I'm a big Steelers guy. Um Connor and I beef about this all the time, <laughs> fine. but um, yeah, that I, I can't lie. Uh, that is quite concerning to score 17 and what they had 13 or whatever it was last week. Um, I thought the diet would have changed Ben. Um, doesn't look <laughs> like it has, which is kind of sad, but um, I think they're still going to grind it out. Uh, they're a gritty football team. Mike Tomlin has them ready to go every week. Um, um, I think they'll be all right. Just a tough game. No, I absolutely agree. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna over. I'm not overthinking the Steelers. I think they're still gonna be fine. Um, but Big Ben does. He look. He Connor. He looks like a geezers. <laughs> um, and of course, of course, Deontay Johnson wants to starting a great year now. After I fucking spent like a third or fourth round pick on him last year. Appreciate you, Deontay. No, good for you having a good year this he year. He looks awesome. Um, Cam Hayward, one of the most underrated players in the entire league, as usual. Just, uh, you know, I shout out. I got to give him a shout out whenever I can. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as far as the Raiders go, though, uh, they got one of the best pass rushers in the league, which I did not think I would say. Oh, and guess who doesn't even rush on the line? Cleta Farrell. We were fucking talking about shout to Connor. <laughs> like, like, they're two best pass rushers. One of them, we're not going to get into that. Hey, they have a great they have a great D line this year, which is weird, at least so far. I mean, first two weeks, I guess again, I'm not, I'm not gonna put too much stock into any team. But um Henry Ruggs looked really good. He is available in our dynasty league to anyone that's listening. Officially <laughs> breakout Henry Ruggs breakout game. But yeah, I mean, uh the Raiders look good, um, which is 
really sounds weird. I thought I totally thought we we're going to be saying the opposite at this point of the season. But then again, the Raiders have also looked good for the first half of the past two, three seasons. They and that's exactly their problem. Last year. Like yeah. it's so I'm not even like it, you got to they got to come correct when it matters. So it's like, you know, they, but they do look good. Credit where to do right now. Yeah, no, I definitely think the Raiders look good. It is a bit surprising to me, though, given, like we said, they started out hot last year, but just given their first two games and their schedule, I don't think anyone would have predicted that they'd go 2-0. and I also want to just read you guys the AFC West standings as of right now. Raiders 2-0, and Broncos 2-0, and Chiefs 1-1, and Chargers 1-1. and That was kind that of funny. weird. And Derek Carr, oh, well, interesting. Well, Derek Carr has never looked better. Just, I just got to toss that one in too because that is true yeah. I, just, I don't is think he, he's ever looked better than he does right now man he is went he, 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 he living passer right now he's gotta be he had 400 last yeah he probably to say he probably is like because oh. they're they're for real they are very oh. pass heavy right now but that's what's has, great is when they need to shift back to being update. if they ever need to shift being run heavy it's not like josh jacobs can't carry a fat load i actually love that i love it I, I think they're on the right track honestly I think he is the leading passer. He had 400 last week in 382. Yeah, he's definitely – he has to be then. He's got to be. He's, he's lighting um, up. So that's awesome for them, especially because maybe things are clicking right now with Gruden and Carr. And Carr they're, starting yeah, to get, yeah. they're starting to get rugs involved a little bit more. Seeing them hit on that deep pass was so it, – it just – it felt good because we had never really seen that before, maybe like once or twice last year. So, like, you know what I mean? Um, but then other than that – yeah, Pittsburgh, I'm with you, Tyler and Dobbs. I think they'll be 500. I'm not concerned about them, but I also don't think they're that team that's going to go into the playoffs and make some noise or anything like that. All right, we're moving on to the Bears versus the Bengals. The Bears barely edged out the Bengals today, 20-17. to 17. In the notes, I put Bears defense is back, question mark. It's giving me some 2018 vibes a little bit. I don't know about you guys, but the other – Note to this is Justin Fields got a decent amount of playing time today. Connor? All right. I said this last week. I wish Hunter was here to hear it because <laughs> all I said was Sean Desai had his first game actually calling a real NFL, you know, he's calling plays and whatnot. You're not going to be great at it right out of the gate. Not against Looked the Rams either. Not against the Rams either. Looked a lot fucking better against a good Bengals offense. A good Bengals offense. So, like, shout out to him. Um, also, your second note, Justin Felix at playing time. Uh, I was watching Red Zone, and then I the first text message I saw was, is it time, question mark, from the one of our group chats. I'm like, that's got to be Justin, right? It's got to be. Pop up on my phone, stream East, another live. I'm like, yo, Andy's hurt. It's time. It's time. Then he didn't really play that much. <laughs> yeah. Cucked, but hey, good to see the Bears get a W up. Talk about the defense a little bit. Uh, it did look good. I like uh, Robert Quinn sighting today, a first time in two years. Awesome to see. Uh, awesome to put on the pads for the first time. It's great. Um, loved it. Roquan, big plays. Eddie's, Eddie looks good. Uh, I, I like the defense overall. They're they were talking about on the broadcast, so um, defense went into more of a two-high safety look and just, like, let everything in front of them other, outside of the Jamar Chase touchdown, which was uh, pretty bad. Um, but now to Justin Fields gets playing time. Ah, man. Um, Nagy, done calling plays. Give up the fuck. <laughs> I've had it. 
I've had it. I've had it. I've had it. Yes, Justin Fields threw a bad pick, threw a straight to linebacker. He looked scared. He, he not look scared. He just looked like he looked nervous out there. Um, he also got cracked. He got hit a couple of times. He he got hit. I mean, you're gonna get banged up. Our offensive line isn't the best, but this is what comes Jason with Peters, 39 year old. But this was this is what comes with not getting first team reps during the week. You're gonna go out there and look flat. You're going to go out there. That's uh, you a great point. Given, you should have been giving him reps, first team reps, all along through camp. Because obviously, it's there's something's gonna happen along the line where Dalton gets hurt or Dalton's playing horribly, or and Justin needs to come in, they they just looked flat with him. And he, uh, A-Rob dropped the touchdown, which was a good ball. But outside of that, uh, yeah, Nagy, cheat, give it up. There, there's, like, because you guys have already covered so much, kind of like Dylan said. I, I just, yeah, one, The one Dobbs, thing I really want to say. the Bengals perspective. Well, because I, 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 I want to say this, too. Roquan Smith still – easily one of the best middle linebackers in the league. He's awesome. Roquan Smith's awesome. And and definitely one of those guys who really doesn't get enough love either. So shout out Roquan. Um, and then on the Bengals side of things, Joe Burrow also just – but Joe Burrow had a really bad day, honestly. Um, real bad day, um, kind of which kind of hurts my heart. But, um, hey, Jamar Chase, though, still a good day, especially as far as the rookie's concerned. Another touchdown. Um, not worried about Jamar Chase at all. Not at so, all. That's that's just need to be addressed, but yeah, you know, bad day from the Bengals and the Bears defense did look good again though. Um, but I, I again, truth of the matter is I haven't been able to see a ton of any of these games. I really am excited to go back and be able to watch them. Right now, I'm only able to like you know acknowledge the stats and what I was able to see earlier because we were filming some a vlog that will be coming out shortly. So, uh, you know, subscribe to the Burbs YouTube channel. Side note, but anyways, yeah, the Bears defense really. I know that uh, they look good from what I saw today though, and. Um, it's weird. Week one has just been weird. I think a lot of things, duality of week one and two is for just weird. And um, is it, so wait, from my understanding, did Andy Dalton come back in the game at some point after, like, cause that's what I had heard. Is that, is this, yeah. is this how that went? He came he in came for in. one series. Okay. He, okay. Yeah. Is that when Hunter said that they're going to play this game to, to not to lose instead of to win? Was that like the exact yeah. moment I'm assuming? No, that was, he oh, said that, was that like, like deep in the, yeah, like mid fourth quarter or some shit, or like end like of the end third. of the third, I think. Yeah, and then and then right after he sent it in, they scored a touchdown or like got it, was, it was literally the Justin like Fields that. interception. Oh yeah, it was the interception. I was like, oh he man, put he put bad karma into the chat. He he's been doing that with the Bears, bro. So much he took <laughs> Bengals money line on the betting thing. He put it on his bed. <laughs> but you know so what, bro? I gotta respect him. He was putting he was putting respect on Jamar Chase. You know what? It's okay. Just we'll put it, we'll, we'll acknowledge it from there that perspective. <laughs> All right, real quick on the Bears. I'm not going to touch on the defense. We already talked about that. Justin Fields, I'm so excited because I think what we saw today, what he's capable of with his speed, athleticism, he made so many plays on the ground. And I think that's super encouraging because the throwing is going to come. He's going to get more used to that. He's going to get used to the speed of Mooney, A Rob, all those dudes. Like we said, he's the only rookie quarterback that did not practice with the ones at all. Every other rookie quarterback got that. Uh, um, yeah, it's ridiculous that they didn't do that for him. And then I, the one criticism I have of Justin is that to me, he was just so nervous. I thought he was going to come in prepared, ready for it. We talked about the two false starts a little bit. That kind of shocked me. And you could just tell he was like, 
I just think the adrenaline was fucking pumping in him. I think that's what it was. But I'm excited to see him next time when he calms down, he gets in a little bit of a groove, and we get going. I will say I'm also happy that this happened against the Bengals and not a team like the Browns next week because that could have looked a lot worse, I think. All right. Okay, so that wraps up pretty much the noon games. We're going to give the rest of the scores, and we're going to give Dobbs a quick little rundown for his Saints because, well, we, it just needs to be addressed. So It does. Browns, I appreciate the time. The Browns beat the Texans 31-21. Shout out to the Texans for putting up a fight. Connor, I know that hurt a little bit. Bills, 35, Finns, 0, Tua Tagovailoa, however you say the last name, hurt again. Real quick, I have to ask this. Are we concerned about Tua's health? Uh, concerned about everything. Uh, uh, if, if, you're, if you're not, I don't even know what to <laughs> fucking tell you. I don't know what universe you're in if you're not concerned about it at this point. If you're or how much denial you're choosing. I, it's one of the two. If you're not concerned about his health, then like you got to be concerned about his play. Like, I don't know, man. I think I think that that flame could be out fast. Uh, I don't I don't like where the no, fans are headed. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. But too, they they still have the capital and all that to make yeah. it like they're. I, 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 that's the thing. Long term, I don't even think they have to panic. Still, no one look at like, Connor right now. No one look uh, at Connor. Um, I don't want to. This game. was definitely the worst game of Flores' career, though, dude. <laughs> I know he went. Flores is going home today. Sick. He was like, what? But he did not expect to wake up today and get 35 owed. All right, we're like gonna smack. We're gonna go through the other games real quick. 49ers beat the Eagles 17-11, low scoring affair. Me and Tyler both thought it was gonna be high scoring. Very disappointed in that. Broncos that 23 Jaguars 13. I actually didn't see any of this game on red zone or when I was driving, so I don't really know what happened in that one. And then the Carolina Panthers, 26, Saints, 7. That was hilarious. <laughs> You're on right. the clock, Dobbs. I'm just, on the clock. Let's just touch on it real quick. Look, we're missing five coaches. We're missing like like 10 starters overall, like seven on the defense side of the ball. And they were all very crucial parts of our team, trust me. Two starting corners, starting middle linebacker. Um so, you know, uh, the truth of the matter is it was a horrible performance either way. I'm not excusing it. Came out flat as a Sprite that was left in the back patio for like two weeks. <laughs> However, I, I do think that we're going to be just fine. Um, kind of like, it's kind of like a, a steel situation. Like it's like when the, you know, like the Patriots have a bad week. We're, we're going to be just fine. Um, Sean Payton's going to have him come back next week. And that's all I got to say. I'm excited because it's against the Patriots too. So let's get it. That's going to be a fun game. I think an underrated game next week too. All right. We're going to move on to the 3 p.m. games. The first one going out to Arizona. The Cardinals outlast the Vikings in a dramatic showdown, 34-33. The Vikings are 0-2. And what an end to that Can't game. help but cheese. Oh, I had to. You know I had to. I love it. I love it. It's fucking – it's so, bro, so it. fucking garbage. I literally – if I was – Someone check Vikings Reddit. <laughs> All I saw is right now. That's actually this would be a good segment. Card. Everybody thought the Vikings were going to be a wild card team. Oh no. Two. Well, it's you know, look. The truth is, it's not like out of out the of the roster, question, but but it's a fucking roster. horrendous start. It's definitely a horrendous say, start to the campaign. If right. you looked at their sorry, Connor, but if you looked at their roster, I wasn't saying they're going to be a wild card, but I was like, from a Bears fan's perspective, I was like. 
damn, like the Vikings roster low-key looks nice. I was low-key kind of concerned. But go you gotta ahead. Gotta be a little nervous, but it's just it's just the Vikings. They're just they're never good. Um, I think while I was watching this game, it was like twenty twenty one. Like there's like five minutes left in the first half, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, what an idiot! How this was the most obvious over in the world. Yeah, the Vikings. I was thinking the same. Put thing. up points, and the Cardinals put up forty last week. Like how did how did none of us recognize that? This was a lock. Like I the, was, yeah. almost 70 points combined. That's the that's a Chiefs Raven score. It was too generic. Okay, I don't want to say generic teams. Okay. Vikings are generic to me, but the Cardinals are decent. Uh, th- this should have been an easy over, and uh, I'm upset at myself for missing it. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, this game was a lot of fireworks. Um Vikings, um, fuck them. I hate Kirk Cousins. I just don't know why. I just hate looking at him, and I hate watching him play football. Um, he's got awesome receivers, and they showed out today, but I just hate Kirk Cousins. Um, I will say the Cardinals are a big surprise to me. Um, I wasn't a big fan of them coming into the year because of that division. And I had some questions about Kyler, but he's, he's putting them to rest very quickly. Um and I think they're going to be contending in that division now. They look a little bit better. I mean, their defense, everyone was hoo of them last week, but they kind of got showed up today. Um, and we'll see where they go from there. They definitely came down to earth. Yeah. Oh, they, they definitely did come down to earth. Um, also, just like when you lose the way the Vikings did today, like if it's a 40, even if the 40 plus yard field goal, you know what? It's kind of like that's shitty, but you know what? It could have been worse, but when it's like within 30 yards and your team does what they did to get you in position to win and all that, like, man, like, and, and you, like, you guys know, I, like I said before the show, I'm always looking at things from a playoff standing perspective today, the Vikings, as much as I don't like them, and I damn near, you know, I, I, you know, the, I mean, the Vikings, this is, we are history. I would have not minded seeing them win because I wouldn't have minded seeing them both sit at one and one and have them, you know, kind of like the NFC's Daniel all at like one and one besides like the Bucks and a couple, you know, a couple other teams actually that are both in the NFC South, but whatever, you get my point. So that was bullshit. Uh, they wasted Daniel Hunter's three sack day also. Shout out to Daniel Hunter. But Rondell Moore's awesome as we fucking knew he was going to yes, be. Sir. Uh, they, they and they just yep. the Cardinals just have too many weapons to cover. So it's like takeout for them too. Someone's always going to be eating. Um, Cardinals and Rams have that and very, very, very similar in as far as that goes. Dubs yeah. on something bad, some criminal. What is it? I had Rondale in my starting lineup all week. And I benched him. Oh, no. I, no, I don't blame you, though, because. That's so tough. It's so hard to, to guess see. with the Cardinals receivers. It's just such a hit or miss. That's what's going to be like all season, too. I mean, he got most of his points off that, like, one. That long breakaway. Touchdown, yeah. yeah. So like he probably would have got like coverage. Twelve. If that was. That, but yeah, I was upset looking at that at work. Oh. For you. Oh. The Cowboys are also very similar to the Cardinals and them, where they have like just someone's just gonna eat. We'll touch on the Cowboys later, you know, but right. just had to throw that in. So I really did not see a whole lot of this game. I thought Delvin Cook died like two separate times because he was like on the ground, not really moving, and then he kept he got in the game and played after both times. So I was really good. Well, dude, it's terrifying. Whenever Delvin Cook gets hurt, you think he's, like, done for. Yeah. No, he had a great um, day, too. He had a great day also. Yeah. 
but I don't really have anything else to add except go look at the Vikings Reddicks. It's actually hysterical. Some of the memes I just sent in our group chat too. Um, but yeah, we're going to move on past this game now. We're going to Tampa Bay. The Bucks won a divisional battle at home versus the Falcons. 48-25. I will add, the game was actually a little bit closer than the final score suggests. It wasn't necessarily how much did they lose by then? Yeah, 23. It wasn't a 23-point loss. I think late in the third quarter is 28-25. So, yeah, I, I saw that at, at work, Dylan, when I was waiting some tables, walking back and forth, peeping the TV. I'm like, is really that close between the Falcons yeah. and the Bucks? Next thing I know, a couple more people in and out. Damn, what the fuck happened? A couple pick sixes and whatnot. Chris Godwin touchdown. That's hitting right now. Jesus, I was like, I'm not <laughs> too hot this week, but yeah, the, I mean, I think this says more about the Falcons than it does the Bucks. At least that they can fight with teams because they showed no fight last week. So I mean, that's good for the fantasy owners of Mike Davis, Calvary, and Kyle Pitts. Because other than that, who fucking is rooting for the Falcons? So. The only reason why I was watching it, to be honest. Exactly. Basically, I, I, Connor's, Connor's suggesting that Atlanta has given up on the Falcons. <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. I will go back to Connor's point about um, they looked feeble last week, but then they look somewhat more than above average this week against the Bucs defense, who looks, I mean, who, who's got talent everywhere. They're one of the best defenses in football. And I will give them some props. Uh, Pitts looked a little better today. Ridley looks good. Those guys look good. Uh, and as far as for the Bucs, um, Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady, and you're going to get what you get. They're going to light it up week in, week out, usually. Have, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, Brady just had an absolute field day. and um, But, yeah, it's good to see the Falcons show some fight. Um, I'm glad to see Kyle Pitts finally gets, you know, he got some touches today. He got some work in. That was good to see. We need, you know, Kyle Pitts, pro Kyle Pitts podcast from day one. Don't oh, forget. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, the Bucks are going to be the Bucks, especially against teams like the Falcons. I was surprised they were even hanging as long as they did. Um, yeah, Tom Brady's just doing his thing. That's really all I could say about that game. And oh, also that I forgot to include the Buccaneers into the conversation of teams that are going to always have someone on the takeout menu. Or the, taking off the takeoff, man. Take it. I'm just mixing up now. You, make this a you know what I'm saying? No, we should. Teams that teams that teams that are always going to be eating takeout. Um, I gotta, I gotta. Is Gronk back? I mean, Gronk's back. Yeah, no, we caught. Gronk's I think back. he might have caught two touchdowns today. Yeah, he had two. I know. I had him starting in one of my four touchdowns weeks. this year. Yeah, dude, he couldn't do that last year. It's almost like he's the <laughs> fucking goat tight end. I, bro, I was, I'm going on this rant right now because needs to be stated immediately. I just punched my mic. Gronk is literally an extra left tackle that also will get open in any crucial situation. Will also catch true. anything. No, it's what true. coach yeah. doesn't. What the fuck? This shit. Yeah. Look, my fuck's been talking about the greatest tight end leagues. Look, man, Gronk's the goat, and this shit is undisputed for the for the hottest minute until Kyle Pitts yeah. has a twenty year career of dominance. So, uh, but look, I'm touching on this for a while because everyone's getting way too hot in this whole like. And I love Travis Kelsey. I love fantastic tight end easily. But look, man. Rob Gronkowski is a whole different breed as far as the blocking and just and Travis Kelsey's a great blocker too. Man, Gronk is literally an, an extra left tackle that it also will moss anybody. Like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Dude skips like two years and is coming back. Just 
He's just different. He fucking scores he's touchdowns. That's what he likes to do. He's a, I he's, have to give props to the Atlanta Falcons because they were my collectively as a whole, the entire Atlanta Falcons were my down bad last week. And you know what? Calvin Ridley, he balled out for me at the end of the game. I was so nervous at first in fantasy. Balled out. Kyle Pitts looked awesome. I tweeted Matt Ryan is still really good at football. Because he is. He's a solid quarterback still. And it just oh, it honestly is a shame that he's just been stuck in Atlanta for like the last five years, ever since the Super Bowl loss. But aside from that, um, yeah, Gronk is definitely back. I love the fact, like you said, Dobbs, where the new wave of tight ends, they're just smooth with the ball. Travis Kelsey's smooth. Darren Waller's athletic. Zach Ertz, when he was a part of that wave two on the come up, he was smooth too, route runner. Gronk is so stiff. But he's so good at catching footballs and it's getting so open. Cool. And it, I it, think it's, it's so funny. Smarts too. Like you know that one play last. What was the one play last week where the zero blitz came and then he blocked. He blocked Demarcus. It was week one. He blocked Demarcus Lawrence threw him and then his rise was because he was like okay he was like he would be covering me he thinks i'm be blocking and then right after he throws him on the block he just goes and, he's, and there's no one covering him it was literally beautiful like that's the type of shit that you and that's the type of shit you just don't teach it's like okay like bet he's literally gonna he he his job's to block not only did he block he's like oh fuck it i'm gonna get open for you too bro look i'm like and that's <laughs> also the type of chemistry you can't teach either like mm-hmm. it, it, all, it all goes hand in hand you know what i mean no it does they've been doing it for a long time too but all right so let's move on to the next game Tyler, I'm going to let you take the lead on this because in our gambling group chat, I know how mad you were about this. I was too because I had the over in this game. But the Cowboys hit a game-winning field goal in SoFi to take down the Chargers 20-17. to 17. And my only note on this was, seriously, what the fuck was this game? Yeah, this game was fucking garbage. Absolute fucking garbage. It had promise from the start. I mean, the Cowboys went down, scored immediately. I was like, let's go, fireworks. Here we go. It's gonna be it looked good. I thought the overlook was gonna hit. The overlook beautiful. And then the fucking zebras had to come in. They were dog shit all fucking game. It was horrible. <laughs> oh, it, dude, always are. It was horrible. I remember a Vander Esch. Um, he got taken to the ground. It was a holding call. Wide open touchdown on a throwback, tight end throwback for Herbert, which would have been nice for fantasy. And they called it back. Tiki Tech calls the one game of the week where I'm like, damn, this over looks beautiful. There's going to be a lot of points. Everyone's going to be talking about this game. And this game is a complete fucking dud. Um, Herbert, I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit worried um, <laughs> because you should be lighting up the Cowboys secondary because those guys are flat out garbage. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, Cowboys, we got a close one. I mean, Zeke, you're a douche, man. I need some more from you. Like, I need, <laughs> I, I need, Zeke, bro. Speaking of down dude, bad, we've been we on this way for Zeke so fantasy long. owners down bad. Like, I dude, mean, you, you already, you, I'm one of them too. In a few I mean, I, I have no words, I have no words at this point. I got, the, I got words for it, bro. He is like, he, I mean, Zeke 71 compared to Pollard 109. What the fuck am I seeing? <laughs> well, what was the carry split? Um, Zeke had three more carries. It was the 13 okay. to 16 split. Yeah. I just, Can I add? I need to add one more thing before you guys jump into. This was the only game from the new three o'clock slate that the over did not cash. Just want to put that out there. The one fucking game. Interesting. 
I think Vegas, Vegas, you got something to do with that. I think you do. You fucking yeah. You know, I good point, bro. With the bogus officiating, they all every game sucks, but some do suck way more than others. Um, but you know, you said you don't have the words for Zeke, bro. I have them for you. You know what? You know what the words are. I'm. I've been saying this. I'm gonna say it right now again. Tony Pollard is the more explosive back in the fucking committee. That it's just like talking like, to the wrong guy. Is it, look, man. <laughs> I'm a Memphis running backs man. I, I love my Memphis running backs. And Tony Pollard is honestly the most NFL ready one that's come out. And I didn't think I, I thought Darrell Henderson was, but you know what? Tony Pollard's he looks really polished and almost every touch Tony Pollard gets is crisp. He you know he just get he gets it. He looks he looks he's quick. He like he gets it. He hits a hole and he looks nice. Like I don't know. Pro Tony Pollard that's like a tongue twister. Pro Tony Pollard <laughs> podcast, to say the least, as far as I'm concerned. Tony P, baby. That's the nickname. Tony P. I'm so glad you guys had real takes of this game because uh, this is right when I started work. And the funny thing is, <laughs> is that uh, one of our regulars, he's literally there three times out of the week. Alex? Alex. Shout out to Alex. Full-blown Cowboys, Cowboys t-shirt. Fan. Sitting right yeah. at the bar. Nice double big IPA getting ready for his boys. <laughs> this is hilarious. Our fucking game. I didn't re- I didn't realize the refs were that bad because I was like just doing shit the whole time. But this man was yelling. No, no. What do you? Saints fans know the feeling on that. It was it. It was bad. It was yeah. I think it was excused in this case. Twelve penalties <laughs> in the second quarter alone. 12. What? See, and that 12. ruins the game too. It just ruins the flow for everyone watching. Like, no one wants to watch. Like it, it is literally the most garbage product the NFL can put and, out. And there's obviously more. I got going to look at the yardage and all that because, man, this well, blew my mind. Fuck the, the taunting biggest, rule. The biggest part of it was the fact that a lot of the penalties that I noticed do happened in the red zone. Where yeah. they like altered scoring plays and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, so there's I agree. There was a total of 20 penalties altogether. But it seemed like there was just so much more because it just seemed like there was just it was happening on big plays. It was taking away big shot. It was taking away big run. Ticky tack, garbage calls, and it just ruined the flow of this game. That could have been absolutely forty to thirty-seven, forty thirty-five. What? Well, no, like it actually could have been something like that. No, it's our job to call this shit out, bro. Because it's Daniel Tyler. You made a great point, bro, about the fact that like that's why. Vegas and them, damn near to some extent. Look, man, I'm a Saints fan. We literally got – I bring it up. I'll, I'll always bring it up, man. <laughs> we lost the most important game in franchise history because some incompetent fuck wearing these fucking black and white stripes. Like, dude, I cannot Garbage. stand these dumb fucks, and I never will. And it's because, especially because the problem is not fixed. There's no accountability. It's our job, bro, to call this shit out for what it is. It's absolute fucking garbage. It is the lowest thing. It is the oh. lowest quality thing about the NFL. Um but on a more positive note, Micah Parsons on the edge, huge plus. The Cowboys defense. I think he will be. Switch. I think he will be defensive rookie of the year. Honestly, if if um they keep him on the edge, yeah, he, he really could edge out like ten or eleven sacks. Talk about defensive rookie of the year, Asante Samuel with another pick. True. He, no, he, yeah. you know yeah. it's, it's so much harder for the D backs, but like it's it it's is. possible. It it, it is true. possible. He's on. He's on. He's starting off well. Yeah. I want to say Parsons right. had eight pressures today, maybe. Yeah, it was, it was he a looks pressures. good. He looks a good. pressures in a sack. They yeah. need that without Lawrence there. Yeah, he looked, put him very, at the end, he looked very, very smooth at the end. 
Dude, that they're gonna be bro. They can, if they they can combine him and once when they come back, that's gonna be oh. Micah Parsons is raw too. Like that's perfect. That's what's great is they didn't. Not, it's not like he's a year or two in and he's already started converting to getting better at coverage and wasted hell of time. They're, they realize they're like, you know what? You're just not going to be that guy in coverage for us. It's, it is what it is. Let's use you. Let's use it where you're going to make hell of impact always. And that's exactly what he's going to do on the edge. He's quick as fuck. He's got a good set of moves already. Uh, he's going to be nice for sure. All right, you guys down to move on to the last game. And let's try to go through this one a little bit closer because then we got to go Sunday night and then our other segments. And I'm not even going to talk about my boy, King Henry, because he's part of the other segment. But the Titans come back from down 15 to defeat the Seahawks in overtime, 33-30. to 30. Connor. <sighs> you know, I'm, I was going to do um, Seahawks spread um, for one of my bets this week because they looked so good last week. But um, – you know, that's another point for the first couple of weeks of the season. You know, you can't overreact to certain games and whatnot. And we, we know what the Seahawks defense is. It's hanging on Bobby Wagner and the occasional Jamal Adams, like, big play. Like, if those two aren't doing it, it ain't getting done. So, I like how Titans bounce back. That was nice to see. Um, they are still a great team, which is what we knew. Um, but you know, I'm just glad that I personally didn't throw any money in this game. Um, this is also pretty obvious over if, you know, we didn't overreact to the week before that. Did you, did you bet that or? Yeah, but I parlayed it with the Cowboys and Chargers over. So ah, it didn't matter. Well, at least you got part of it, right? You yeah, know, it's better than me hey, not doing anything for it. One for but, two, 50%. Yeah. yeah. This is a, this is a good game. Um, I didn't really catch much of this. Um, I did see Russ and Lockett doing their thing as they always do um, because that is arguably one of the fakest combos I've ever seen. You can um, talk most... about the big blue-haired guy too if you oh, want. Okay. I can, I'll talk about him in a second. Um, but, uh, yeah, Rocket, uh, Lockett and Russ, um, they look – I mean, they're just – so one, it's just going back and forth. They love they love each other, and it's it's awesome to see. Um, yeah, Russ, can you find DK because he's really really needs the ball. Um, I appreciate it. And Titans, uh, great bounce back win from an atrocious outing last week. That was definitely the embarrassment of week one. Um, but yeah, big win for them. Big win. I have to interject too, real quick, because you did this on accident, Tyler. But can we like trademark that for? Russ Rocket? Another locket. Rocket. Yeah. Rocket. Yeah. I kind of caught myself there. But yeah, uh, that was they they're they're fucking cool, man. They they light it up. You guys already touched you guys touched on everything I wanted to say. So I'm just gonna touch on one point that I definitely really want to touch on. Derrick Henry had one of the best runs of his career today because I have never seen him hit the Jets like he did. Well, you saw when he came off on the he bounced and bounced that weak side play where he bounced. And yep. I was like, what the? F-? Like, I, he, I was like, I have never seen him turn it. I've never seen him turn up the Jets like that. So that was, that's surely an encouraging sign. Uh, if you, you know, if you're a Tennessee Titans football fan, I mean, that, that's got to be cool to see. It's really not that exciting for everyone else because the Titans then are a really scary team. But it is what it is. I mean, obviously, um, so far, it's just been a weird season, man. It's it's really it's been a weird first two weeks. Yeah, and I'm not even going to add anything because I'm saving that for the other segment. So we are going to move on to Sunday night. The Ravens force a late fumble to seal the win versus the Chiefs, 
36-35. And I just have to say, I feel like we've seen this matchup at least six times in like the last three to four years because they've played each other once in the regular season, then they play each other in the playoffs or whatever. But every single time it's Lamar versus Mahomes, it's must-watch football. You're right. Shout out to Lamar for getting his first dub. Yeah. You know? it, it, in a game that really didn't look like it was going to be the one that where it happened. Right, dude. True. Like the Chiefs had control of the entire game until really like the fourth quarter. Um, also, didn't really catch much of this game. Probably best that I didn't because I just would have been fucking upset at my fantasy teams and, and like every league. So that's just great. Um, yeah, somebody else can take this. Um, this was a thrilling game. Like Dylan said, Mahomes, Lamar. It's you got yeah, put on the TV no matter what. Um, those guys can put on a show like they did tonight. Uh, and the Ravens impressed me. Um, took down Chiefs, took down the Chiefs, and they really shut down Tyreek Hill. Um, they shut down Tyreek, but it also shows that the Chiefs got weapons out their ass. Uh, they could pull out tricks. They had, I mean, Pringle was running around. Hardman was running around loose and Robinson and those guys were flying around, but uh, yeah, Ravens big balls to go for it on that fourth and down fourth and one. They had to, that was a, that was a huge call. I, I they zoomed in on Harbaugh and he was mm-hmm. like, uh, he asked Lamar, like, what do you want to do kind of thing? And it's like, fuck yeah. And then yeah, there's some, it was something along those lines. It was a court interaction. I was like, wow, they're going to get it. And they got it. That's a big win. Uh, starting going two is not, good um for the uh, history of the league starting going to it's bad so big win no yeah I, I just for this game i gotta say for first of all i mean this is this is obvious you know but if you're a chiefs fan you gotta be sick because this is a type of sh- that's that's the definition just i mean you know it, it, that's exactly what andrew is gonna say to Hilaire. i mean it's inexcusable that that's that's the inexcusable way to lose a game um that's all you have to be doing is all you all you the only thing you're doing is controlling the ball. You, you, the yards aren't even that big of a deal, but the only the, the deal is just taking time off the clock and getting them to use timeouts so that you can kick the field goal and secure the win. So that's that you, you got to be upset about that. That is absolutely sickening. On the other side of things though, I was glad to see the Ravens win the game. Um, and the fourth down play call, it's like I always say that that's playing to win and not playing yep. not to lose yep. because yep. the truth of the matter is the way I saw it, I don't care how many timeouts they had. If you gave Mahomes the ball back, I guarantee right. they were going to forget it. I you guarantee it. I, yep. I, it dude, yep. it's not even like it's not even like it's a question. They would he would find someone to do some fuckery, like some fuckery. Like, <laughs> fuck, this, yep. fuck this. It's exactly what's going to happen. And Harbaugh knew it too. He's like, fuck that, fuck that dude. I'm not giving him the ball back so he can make us sick. Like if if we're going to be sick, it's going to be because we made ourselves sick. That's yeah. exactly what that's exactly what the decision was and I fuck with that. That's that's how it should be. Um so I just have a few things to say cuz you guys pretty much touched on all of it and also I have Sorry, can I throw one last thing and yeah, I'm ahead, so sorry cuz this I, it was my most important point. One major major takeaway if you're going to slow down the Chiefs when they've already established a relief when they're flowing and it feels you can't stop them, the Hey, I've seen it. This is the, the Raiders have done it. The, the Ravens and the Raiders are like two teams that have done it really successfully. Start power running the shit out of them. Start chewing like 12 minute drives and sure as hell you get hot and they get cold real fast. You got their defense. Then when their defense starts coming out, they're exhausted. And then Mahomes and them are sitting on the sideline like, damn, 
fuck. And they come out for, they come out slow. And that's exactly how every team has been on to beat them. Cause there's not many teams that don't do it where you feel like for the past two, three seasons, that's exactly how you do it. You got to turn the shot of the ball, power run, shoot. You got to chew the hell out of the clock. And then you get them, you just get them stagnant. When you, when, right. you, when you give them any rhythm, they're going to beat you. No, that's, and the Browns tried to do that last week. It just didn't work out for them. And the Ravens were actually able to do it this week. A few quick other things. One, when it zoomed in on John Harbaugh asking Lamar, you could literally read his lips, and it was like, Lamar, do you want to go for it? And he just shook his head, yeah. I was like, damn. There's no but way no, Lamar's going to say right. no. He knew it. Dude, he, was like, me, he was like, let's go. so hype. Like, I just saw it. I was like, I was like, fuck. That's awesome. And then to your point too, Dobbs, you have to do that when you're playing against the Chiefs. Like, if you give Mahomes the ball back, I'd say there's like an 80% chance he's like you said, he's going to make some fake shit happen and they're going to go down and kick game winning field goal or whatever. Also Marquise Brown is good now. And it just like dawned on me last week too. He had a solid game and this week he looked good too. And they're using him in ways where it's not just go routes, getting him down the field. Like he's hitting like 10 yard ends, little five yard curl routes. And then he's making a move and getting up field and stuff. Like he actually looks like a good receiver and it blows my mind. No, he he, uh, he had the he just had the Henry Yards problem. They they just needed to bulk up a little bit, and they just needed to get a release package. They both look like they're on the way to doing it, and so yeah, the future's bright. No, it's so much talent. It is very encouraging, league. especially once Lamar gets a receiver like that. But that's all I have to say. Must watch football if you didn't watch that. You Fuck missed you. a classic if you missed this game tonight. Sorry, yeah. Connor. Um, I think the one game right. I was able to watch in its entirety. <laughs> Okay. We're going to move on to the gambling segment because everyone's yawning here and it's 1240 a.m. I'm going to run oh through my mine real God, quick. I'm sick. 1240? Hell no. Then, All right, then Hunt, uh, Dobbs are going to go through Hunters and then Tyler and Connor go through theirs. My first bet was Mon- David Montgomery over 67 and a half rushing yards. Man, he's been a beast recently. I thought this was a lock. He came close. He ended up with 61, didn't hit. Whatever. He had 20 carries. He should have gotten it. And that's that. Browns over 30 and a half. I love this bet so much. And I'm so happy. And it was the only bet that cashed for me. Browns offense electric at the Texans defense. What would you expect? Patriots and Saints money line parlay. I love the Patriots. Was kind of scared by that minus six spread, though. So I did money line. I like the Saints. I put this bet in on Thursday. So I like the Saints then. And everything went downhill with the coaches and whatnot, too. So that was did not cash, unfortunately. Hunter, I mean, Dobbs, go through Hunter's real quick as best as you can. All right. So basically, Hunter capped on the bank. Hunter capped on the Bengals <laughs> money line. He capped on the girls minus four. And Cowboys money line, he made you some money. Yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> that sums it up. Uh, tough, tough start <clears throat> for um, my bets for the show. Uh, let me tell you, I got over three. I don't think the Cowboys Chargers be touched on it. They just couldn't find the end zone without the referees fucking them. Um, 49ers Eagles uh, didn't know those were the best defenses in the league because I mean, Jesus, man, those, those guys were flying around. Um, Eagles had a 90 yard pass play and then tried to do a Philly special and that needs to fucking knock it off because he could have won the game. That was horrible. Um, I don't know if I want to see a play like that ever again. Because I don't even had a chance to see this yet, bro. I'm literally can't oh, wait to go watch sickening. that game. Now. It's sickening. It, it was very bad. It was on fourth and five, fourth and goal, 
How is Nick Serrani getting around that fucking play? He was even part of the special or anything. Hey, what? And I, I want to say the receiver or the guy who's throwing the ball thought it was like third down because he threw it straight out of bounds. Like, didn't even throw it to anyone. Like, yeah, he launched it on the back of the end zone, damn near. Darted it. And Broncos over 26 and a half, inexcusable. You should put up four touchdowns against the poverty Jaguars. Um, and that's all I have. <laughs> Yeah, I also bet on the Broncos, took minus six. That I was so worried when they started off the game down seven to the Jaguars. I'm like, is this Trevor Lawrence's fucking revenge game? Good thing that didn't turn out the way it did. Um, Browns minus 13 and a half. You're fucking weak for that. You should have beaten the Texans. I don't understand how the Texans are like that. Well, they did beat the Texans. They won, but like you, it's you gotta beat them by more than that. Like, what the fuck? Hey, man! Shout out! Shout out to the Texans. <sighs> I mean, respect, respect for Houston, but to Rod, baby, Christ! You just you were just toe to toe with the Chiefs, and you're telling me you're gonna let the Texans like put up twenty some points on you? You spent all your money in your defense. Well, whatever. Davis Mills scored a touchdown too. Just want to yeah. put that out there. Oh my God, that oh, all right. Enough of that. Oh, another frustrating one. All right, Rams, we already went over this. Minus four would have definitely cashed if the fucking punt debacle thing didn't get in the end zone, which is just great. That's That was sweet to see. Um, then Bucks minus 12 and a half. I got pretty lucky with that one. It was close game over. <laughs> it pulled away. So 50-50, it was, uh, it was an all right day. All right, our next segment now, down bad. Just a little recap of down bad. It could be anything. Anyone that's down bad in the football world. So I'll start us off. My down bad was Trevor Lawrence because did not look great last week. He looked a little bit better today. Still not great. I mean, people were expecting this guy to come into the league and just dominate right away, and it's just not the case. It's honestly just reality that that was not going to happen, most likely. Rookie quarterbacks need time, and we've seen that. But Trevor Lawrence is down bad right now. The Jags are down bad in general. So, yeah. Uh, my down bad person is Clyde Edwards Hilaire, fantasy owners. I have him in four four to my six leagues. Um, I think some of them he put up three points. Some of them he put up one. Depends how his scoring is. How do you have him for your six leagues? <laughs> I got him. I made sure to grab him in every league I could have. Why did you? Have so I'm not much understanding confidence. here. Andy, okay. If you look from fucking bef- before Mahomes, every single running back in Andy Reid's system has been a fucking goat. Brian Westbrook, Jamal, Ch- no, not Jamal, sorry. Um, fucking uh, LaShawn McCoy, like all top backs. Kareem. I think Mahomes is just too fucking good. They don't need a running back. They, they don't. really don't. They don't. They don't. Cut him. It's, oh, no. They, 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 they are much more efficient when they're moving the ball through the air. Until teams are fully adjusting, like, just keeping everything under it, then it's just, yeah, like, they can just do it all day long. I wish they would just cut Clyde so I wouldn't have to have the decision <laughs> of playing him or not sitting him in my lineup. If they cut him, I would have no problems and I could just live without using him on my team. But now I have to make the decision every week. Why so Why would they – on a serious note, I'm sure they regret that investment. Like, like I'm, Because I, I love the Clyde. First rounder, I, yeah. I, I love Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. LSU legend. You know, I get my love always to my LSU legend. But it's like – just bad pick, dude. Like bad pick for the longevity of the team and everything. What the fuck was the point? I it literally make it makes absolutely no sense. Like I get the vision, great pass protector in college. I'm sure that was a huge part of the decision. They were like, we're gonna get a guy that's gonna 
block his ass off from a home. But it's just the reality situation is you could have gotten a great pass blocker in the fourth round. Did you like it? Just it totally is what it is. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, like it totally, are, totally is what it is. Running backs are expendable now. It's just the sad reality. If you don't have a top five back, you really don't need that good of a running back. Especially in that offense, plug and play. Well, you can pick up anyone. You can pick up anyone exactly. on the street. No, exactly. don't really give a shit. They'll throw the ball. I'm going to make you happy. All so, right, Dubs, you're, you're down bad? Yeah, for my down bad, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not hating on you guys. Let me make it clear. Uh, but the, the Dolphins, you know, the Dolphins – it is what it is. Right now, Dolphins are down bad. It comes down to the two situation. It comes down to the fact that 35-0 today, that, that definitely is not sitting very well, I'm sure, with any Dolphins fan today. Combination of, um, you know, it's a, you know, it's got to be a shitty day. And uh, I don't know, things will definitely, with, with you know, what Jacoby said, it's not like it's horrible. But, I mean, I'm sure that the expectation of the season compared to what the probable reality for Dolphins fans is right now is probably a huge difference. And, that's just kind of my reasoning for, you know, keeping the Dolphins in my down bad this week. So we'll see where things go from here, but tough week for sure. Tough week. All right. To my down bad, I hit on, hit on it a little bit earlier, but I'm going to go back to it. Um, the referees, you damn zebras, you guys absolutely suck. And I will say the taunting rule is probably the worst rule in sports. Um, third and 14. Um, it happened to the Bears today. It was awesome to see because it went in our favor. But if I was a Bengals fan, I'd be pissed. Um, Von Bell comes across, gets knocked down ball on Andy Dalton. Yeah, he's talking a little bit. It's football. You're going ass men. They're going to talk shit. You're going to talk shit. It's just the nature of the game. That's what brings the fun to the game. And they just ruined it. I've seen a couple of taunting calls throughout today, and that shit's just got to go. You're just ruining the game. Let them talk shit, man. It's fun. It's awesome. You know what I was thinking about when you were talking about that? Could you imagine if there was a taunting, like, penalty in basketball? Like, what, man? Like, someone gets dunked They kind of have it, though, already. I mean, kind like, if of. so, if someone dunks on someone and they, like, turn around and, like, start chirping, they usually get teed up pretty quick. I mean, they give them, like, a, like a leeway, though, you know? Yeah. Like, they'll, they'll let it happen here and there. But, I mean, today, dude... I saw a pass breakup. Guy got up like, oh yeah, I think, by Wallace? The, I think right. it was in the Bears game. No, no, it's the one in the Bills game. I saw the Levi Wallace one. I saw a counter. I think I think there was another one in the Bears game where someone clapped or something, and it was like kind of by his face and threw the flag. I was like, all right, that's garbage. That has to go ASAP. Yeah, no, it's disgusting, and they're taking emotion out of the game of football, which is a very emotional game. Not to sound corny, but it's the truth. Like, it's just, yes. it's pathetic. You want People players like to play it, like yeah. that. It brings, the fans like it. Almost everyone likes it. When someone trucks someone over, they talk shit. Talk shit. You just get fucked up. Let them you know. should be able to. Let it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right, we're going to move on to our last segment of the podcast. We're going into That's My Guy. And I'm going to start us off because I need to publicly apologize to Derek Henry I was so mad at him last week. And it's not really his fault either. Like the Titans offensive line, I swear to God, every single time they hand the ball off to Derrick Henry, he gets met in the backfield two to three yards past the line of scrimmage. And then he'll like get a couple of yards because he got hit with contact in the backfield. But Hunter was absolutely right. The more you feed Derrick Henry, the better he gets, the more they wear down the defense. I was saying the same shit 
that I said last week, the first half today, the same thing was happening. He wasn't doing shit. He's getting hit in the backfield again. And the next thing you know, he has three touchdowns and a 50-burger in fantasy. Saved me in two leagues, and I couldn't be happier. Derrick Henry, I'm sorry, and I love you. I'm one of the guys that had to eat that 50-burger on the other side of the Derrick Henry thing, so that wasn't too great for me. But um, my guy this week is Austin Eckler. Raving about him all year, and I was seriously worried last week when he had zero targets and this man was like a PPR whore in the years past. I was like, oh, fuck. Is he really – did he really lose all his value? Nope. Nine targets, nine catches. Got him working a lot in the passing game, so – Austin Eckler fantasy owners, you can uh, relax. We're we're in the clear. My guy this week, um, I don't know if we ever talked about it on the pod before. I don't think we talked about it to you guys though. Um, like before we started like recording shit. Uh Keishon Butte over at LSU, um, future LSU legend, I guess if you want to put it that way. He's already had a bunch of great games in uh the purple and gold, but um this dude's just awesome, man. Uh, and it's kind of like one of those things where we don't even use him a lot in games where we don't need to. It's against kind of a more lower-tier opponent. He really doesn't even get a lot of targets. But every big game, every SEC opponent game, big conference game, he literally gets like 10 touches, 150 yards. Um, and he's an next receiver. You could play him in the slot. But Keishon Butte is going to be the next great receiver that comes out of LSU. I'm not sure if he's draft eligible this year or next year, but uh, I think it's next year. But Keishon Butte, keep your eye on him. He's going to be a really good receiver. Um, he already is. But, um, you know, when, when his time comes to get drafted, definitely keep your eye out. My guy of the week is uh, Cooper Cup. I touched him on a little bit uh, earlier when we talked about the game. But, man, what a day from him. It just seemed like he was open. Seems like McVeigh just loves to design something up for him. He was open a couple times today. I know – at least three players he was open. It was just a scheme, and Stafford seems to love him. I think he had, like, 10 targets. I don't know. He was going off today, and it looks like he's the focal point of that passing attack, and as a fantasy owner of his, I enjoy that, and I'm a big fan. I've been a big fan of him since he came to the league. Um, But, yeah, what a week. I will vouch for Tyler. He has been a day one Cooper Cup stand. Since the beginning. Eastern Washington, baby. But, all right, that'll wrap it up for our show. Does anyone have any final conclusions, thoughts that they want to give our audience? Nope. All right. Oh, Dobbs, go ahead. I I was – so (laughs) how about this? The best player in college football hasn't played in like two weeks now, I think it is. Excited for when Cave. I don't know how much longer it's going to be. I'm trying to figure it out. I can't find anything on it. Excited for when Cave uh, Thibodeau finally returns because Cave Thibodeau, for anyone who, who's still sleeping, I don't know how it's possible, but if you're still sleeping on Cave Thibodeau from Oregon, just stop yourself right now because he will be busting up your left tackle sometime next year <laughs> if, if you don't get your shit together soon. So, or he might be busting up someone's left tackle for your team. But yeah, no, I just because I, I, I don't want to throw him in. That's my guy, but I kind of just did. Fuck it, I'm, I got two. My I got two guys this week. Respect that. On that same note, there's an NFL guy that hasn't played for or hasn't started the last two weeks. That's going to be the best in the league, and that's Justin Fields. So always keep that in your mind. <laughs> we we, we, we like threw out, we threw out two we threw out two wild cards to end today. <laughs> I like that. Shout out Justin Fields. Shout out Kayvon Thibodeau. 
And on that note, that is going to wrap up the podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.